Maybe there's something right now that you're wanting to do, but for some reason you're doubting your abilities. Perhaps you've tried a few things in the past, but they just haven't seemed to have gone your way. Well, in this episode, I was honored to have Dean Graziosi on my show. When my team told me that we had an email from his team saying that he wanted to come on Impact School's podcast, which by the way, is now available on all podcast providers and YouTube, so subscribe on whatever one's your favorite. But when I got that email, I was just feeling this immense sense of gratitude. And in the past, I would have felt slightly nervous to have interviewed someone who is a multiple best-selling author like Dean and someone that I have followed since I was literally 17 years old. However, with that in mind, I felt so ready for it. And I felt like I was able to rise to the occasion and I was just so excited. And in the past, I've had that same feeling of excitement, but I've interpreted it as anxiety. And I think that when you realize that the the feeling of anxiety and the feeling of excitement are the same thing, then you're able to actually take advantage of opportunities as they come your way and use them as ways for you to develop your mind, to develop yourself, and to become the person who you ultimately know that you're capable of. And that is exactly what we talk about in this episode here today. So my name is Lauren Tickner. You can follow me on any social media platform at Lauren Tickner. And all I ask is that if you enjoy this episode, please just share it with one person. I don't run ads on this show, but telling one person would be awesome. And if right now you want to get access for free to some of my best tools and resources that I used to sell for around $1,000, $2,000, then all you need to do is take a screenshot of this or show yourself walking outside or in the gym or wherever the heck you are listening to this right now and share a golden nugget from this particular episode and tag me at Lauren Tickner, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-K-N-E-R and tag impact underscore school and you'll automatically get access to free as a thank you so much for sharing. And with that in mind, we're going to get straight into this right now, my interview with Dean Graziosi. There's a million different things I want to share on that. Look at all you've accomplished. Look at what you're doing now. In the East Coast, New England area, there's lots of lighthouses. I look at life, we always have to have our own version of our own lighthouse, and that's our compelling future, and we always got to move it out further away than we can reach. September 13th, 2020, Impact Schools podcast was hacked and we lost 100 plus episodes of this show. And uh, that feeling when I saw an email come through saying, congratulations, your podcast has been deleted. I felt like my hands had been tied. I felt like I had no power and I kept telling myself, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. I don't know what to do from here. I don't know how my business is gonna grow. I've lost so much work. And it was just this spiral of negativity that could have taken me out for months, even years. And only through consistent mindset practice, through being able to identify where I am causing myself the actual pain that I'm going through right now, only through all of that self-help and self-development that I have done over the years was I able to not allow that one scenario to hold me back. In fact, that scenario has motivated me more so than ever to bring you the content that is going to change your life. That is why behind the scenes, my team and I have been working to bring you guests like our guest today, Dean Graziosi, so that 
we're able to totally change your life and empower you to make the impact that you know you were put on this earth to create. And today I am so grateful to have Dean on the show and he's going to break down how to ensure that when you get into these negative loops and these negative cycles, you're able to break past that and to continue on to the path to success that you're destined to be on. How you can ensure that even if you haven't already had as much success as you want, you're able to still act confidently in pursuing that and how to never allow your mindset to hold you back. And in fact, I was pretty proud of myself, I can't lie. Dean even said that I asked him a question he has not been asked before. And so that is what we are going to be talking about here in today's episode of Impact Schools podcast. And for anyone who sends me a DM, a message on Instagram at Lauren Tickner, just saying the word Dean, and I'm gonna be sending you a bunch of bonuses because I'm so grateful that I've had this opportunity to bring you this podcast. So just head over to Instagram at Lauren Tickner, L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-C-K-N-E-R. Follow me there and send a message saying the word Dean, D-E-A-N, for Dean Graziosi and you will be able to get the bonuses. For all the show notes and direct links to everything, including the freebies and everything that I've mentioned here, just go over to impactschoolpodcast.com forward slash two. That's gonna be the number two. You can type it as well, both of them work, but just get into the habit of it being the number because all future episodes are going to have a blog post and all the resources and absolutely everything here and you can find dean on instagram at dean graziosi and with that said impact school podcast is coming back strong we are looking forward to sharing all this content with you and let's dive straight into the episode well dean welcome to impact schools podcast it is an absolute pleasure having you here having followed you for many years honestly since i was in my my teenage years <laughs> i i know this I know that something that you're huge on is you just, despite having so much experience and been being in the game for a long time, you have this energy that means that if necessary, you are willing to put in the 20 hour days. And so that's pretty rare. So where do you think that passion and that willingness to keep putting in that grind if necessary, where do you think that comes from? Okay. So uh, first off, thanks for having me on, having me on the show. And, and again, I, I said this before we started, there, there's a million things you guys could all be listening to or watching right now. You're here with us. We're going to rock the house. So shut off your distractions. We're going all in to serve you guys and hopefully deliver what you need. And and so that answer is there's a million different things I want to share on that, Lauren. But the, the main thing that comes to my heart is I really know what I'm fighting for. We all need a compelling future. And sometimes you don't realize you've surpassed your goals. I mean, Lauren, wherever you were in life, look at all you've accomplished. Look at what you're doing now. I'd bet to say if you went back to your 18 year old self and asked the question and said, this is what you would accomplish. You're like, wow, that's more than I thought, right? So if you think about uh, in the East Coast, the Northeast Coast of the United States, New England area, there's lots of lighthouses and the lighthouses is what guide the boats. I look at life, we always have to have our own version of our own lighthouse, and that's our compelling future. And we always gotta move it out further away than we can reach because we reach it and sometimes we don't realize why we slow down, why life isn't that exciting. We lose that luster. And I believe life is all about, you you heard it's about the journey, but really is about the growth and the contribution and finding those things that light us up. And if we can, 
then we can craft a compelling future that's always a little bit further out of reach. Now, some of you might say, I don't want to always hustle that far, but I know a lot of friends and, and I know this is a different perspective and a different way to look at it, but I'm 52. I've been in business for myself since I was 17. I have a lot Ooh, of friends with that. Same as me. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I have a lot of friends at this age of my life who have either retired or cashed out and sold their company to someone for insane amounts of money. And every one of them is unhappy. Any, every one of them wants to get back in the game. They miss the growth. They miss the contribution. They miss the excitement. They miss the problems that come in. Listen, life isn't about getting to a point where there's no more problems. Life is about getting better so you can handle bigger problems. So you ask me why I'm enthusiastic because I know what I'm fighting for. In my personal life, I love being a good dad. I love being a, a strong and amazing husband for my amazing wife. That I fight for that every day. But in my business life, I'm in a place where I want to serve and give back and impact people's lives and it lights me up. So every day I remind myself, I sell myself, why am I doing this? Why am I in it? Because when you get money out of the way, then you try to find the true purpose of life. And, and I feel blessed that that part has come to me and I love what I do and I love changing lives. So, you know, I, I play everything like I'm 10 points down. That's a true story. Hopefully I play that way until I'm a hundred. That's amazing. That's incredible. And I mean, so many people, they never are able to find that in their lives. They never are able to essentially reclaim their power and take back control of their life. And so why do you feel that is? Why do you feel like people struggle to discover what they're really put on this earth to actually go out and achieve? You know, I, I think there's a lot of reasons. And I'm going to share something that all of you have already heard. And, and I'm sorry if I'm a reminder service, but sometimes we need it. You can't go to the gym for a weekend and be in good shape for the rest of your life. You, you can't take Spanish for a month and then speak Spanish for the rest of your life. You got to practice all the time. So in most cases, and it's hard for people to believe, it's the beliefs and the stories that they tell themselves on why it won't work. And and as, as, as common as that is said, it's not common for people to identify it, dig it up and beat it up and change it and shift it. I guarantee if, if we had the chance to spend a little time together, everybody listening and I talk, asked you about an opportunity that you had and you knew it was good and you wanted to go after it. And I really asked you to dig in why you missed it. It would boil down to one or two things. You've, I mean, it could be a million things, but one or two for you. It could have been that your family didn't support you. Your boyfriend, your husband, your spouse thought it was crazy. Maybe you felt a little insecure. You felt like an imposter, like, oh, I, I'm a little, I'm an introvert, or I didn't go to school for that, or God, I'll look silly in front of my friends if I try that and it right. fails. And, and here's what I want to tell you. Even if 10% of your body feels like an imposter, if 10% of your courage and confidence is playing small because you're a little afraid, if there's that story that if you do it and you fail, that your ex or your, your current spouse or partner would look at you in a weird way, if that even existed at 10%, the world's moving too fast. You're not playing full out, you're dabbling, you're not committed. And then here's the problem. It's self-fulfilling. So when you're playing a little small because you're worried about what people think, or you're playing a little small because you feel like an imposter, then all of a sudden you're not really committed and it's self-fulfilling because you go play the game, you play it at 90 or 80%, it doesn't work, you don't get results and you go, see, I knew I was too young, I knew I was too old, I knew this is a man's game or a girl's game, I knew I live in the wrong area, or it's too technical, or there's too many people online doing the same thing. You, like it's, And then your subconscious goes, see, I was right. And then all of a sudden you play small 
And then you get frustrated after a year or two and you go, no, 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 I'm not playing small again. And you go through the same vicious cycle. But here's the thing, if you've been through that cycle more than once, if you've already missed more than one opportunity, if you've already played small, you've dimmed your light in your life to match those people around you. If you've already done that, if you dig in, I give you my word in your life, it's one or two stories that you tell yourself. Identify, dig that story up and prove that it's a lie and create a new empowering story. Listen, I used to tell myself because I had no money and I grew up and I didn't go to college and I had dyslexia. It takes money to make money and my family doesn't support me. But what I did is a certain time in my life, I realized I didn't have resources, but all of that could be fuel and it could turn into resourcefulness. So instead of saying, yeah, I'm not that smart, didn't go to college, I'm not gonna make it. I'm like, wait till I show everybody the kid that didn't go to college and wasn't that smart. I don't have money. It takes money to make money. I switch it to, oh, really? I'm the guy without money? Watch me be resourceful as shit and pass all of you. So I found a way to shift those negative beliefs into empowering beliefs. And as crazy and as simple as that sounds, I know you've heard it, like I said earlier, it honestly is the, the fuel that pushes me harder than any other one thing. Beautiful. And so when it comes to your team, when it comes to your clients, when it comes to your audience on social media, how are you instilling this in them and ensuring that people who are listening to this right now are actually able to execute on that? What are some things that people can actually go and implement to ensure that they don't get stuck in this paralysis of inaction? I think one thing I really love to do, Lauren, is be vulnerable and share that um, it's not an overnight thing. It's still there. I mean, two days ago, two days ago, you talk about old beliefs, things that are instilled in us and not to go too personal, but my father uh, was physically abused his whole childhood by his father, right? Knocked his teeth out one year when he was little. And my dad experienced a lot of violence. He said he would never have violence in our life from me and my sister. Um, uh, but he was very angry at, at my childhood. He was very confrontational. He would fly off the handle and break stuff and knock windows out. And, like it caused me to have a lot of like angst as a child, worried about my dad flipping out. He wouldn't touch us, but he'd flip out. So I made it an absolute must that when I, that I wanted to work on myself and be a different kind of father. And, and my dad's in an amazing place now. He's still alive and he's great. But as a father, I, may, I was hell-bent on studying people who were great parents. I read a million books. I got therapists who could help me be a, a connected, good father, right? With all of that said, two days ago, my son did something on the way to school. He kind of told a lie and then I, I confronted him and he never does. And it was something that would have bugged my father. And I snapped, Lauren. I screamed at my son. I swore and I dropped him off to school. I'm 52. I'm a multiple New York Times bestselling author on personal development. I've worked on my own self-growth my entire life. My best friend is Tony Robbins. I talk to him every single day of my life. And something from seven years old in my life popped out of my mouth into my life and filled the car up and made my son cry before school. I, my son came home from school last night. I sat him down and said, what you did was wrong, but what I did was a thousand times worse. I said, let me just tell you, that was how my dad treated me almost every day. And I'm sorry, I'm wrong. I made a mistake and I'm asking for your forgiveness and I give you my word, it'll never happen again. Now that's just something in my personal life, but I want you to realize that's how strong it is. I'm 52. I study this every day and something triggered way down in the vault. 
So what we have to do is identify that it's there and that's okay. It's, a, it's like we have two things living in, so we have a hero and a villain living inside of us. That's okay. Just make your hero a little stronger than your villain and recognize when the villain who says you're not good enough and you're an imposter and it's not gonna work and no one believes in you and you don't have money, you can look at it and go, oh, you're trying to win again. They don't make statues of critics. They don't make statues of the people who play small and you don't wanna end your life saying, you know, it was an okay life, screw that. We wanna go all in. So the only way you can go all in, go all in is recognize those beliefs recognize those stories that probably aren't yours, but they still live in there and just go, oh, I see that. That's what held me back before. How can I shift that? And then use whatever it takes to drive you forward. If it's, imagine in five years from now, you're still thinking about starting or scaling the business. Imagine in five years from now, you're still saying, well, I'm gonna let my boyfriend or my husband get his, you know, when he gets, when things get settled, I'll do it. Or when the kids get older, I'll do it. Or what, no, bullshit. Like get disturbed within action right now. And when you hit that scary part, identify where it came from, prove it's a lie, find a new story, and then just keep pushing forward. Oh, that self-awareness that right there that you that you had the other day with your son, that's that's beautiful. And that's what it's about. And then it's when you have that awareness that you didn't act as the vision of the type of person that you want to be, it's letting down your ego and holding yourself accountable to that. That's what you did right there. And, and that's something that's challenging to do, and especially when there's other people involved. So <laughs> there's some, I mean, look, you're huge on habits. This is, a, I mean, I've, I've listened to your audio book. I've heard you on various podcasts. And I mean, if there was just a couple of things that people could do on a consistent daily basis to raise their level yeah. of self-awareness, what would those things be that you would say are vital? Because there's a lot of options out there, journaling, yeah, meditation, yoga. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I think, okay, so a couple. One is train your brain. I, tell, I To my kids, I say, focus on the fix. Train your brain that when things go sideways, that when something's taken away, like COVID took so much away for every, from everybody, right? Train your brain because at least mine, I feel I was born a pessimist and I have to work every day to be an optimist. You have to train your brain as a habit, not a ritual. Now, it's gotta be just a habit. When your brain focuses, uh, when something goes wrong, when something breaks, when the glass, and this is a silly analogy, but when the glass of milk spills, your brain wants to go, why did it spill? Who filled it up? Why would someone put it on the end near the couch? It's gonna ruin the rug and then it's gonna stink. Our, we have to train our brain to say, the, the milk spilled, go get a towel and clean it up and a new glass of milk. Like as simple as that sounds, our brains wants, our brains right now wanna say, whose fault is this COVID thing? Why didn't it go quicker? Where did it start? Why? And we wanna focus on what we lost, whose fault it is and why it won't, won't work. That is a habit that you have to train your brain to go, it's here. What gifts, what do I have? What can I focus on? How can I focus on the fix? How can I focus on the solution? Sounds deeper than it is. It's just a, a habit that when you catch yourself, you go, oh, wait, and you shift. Another thing is I, I wanna do everything in my power to protect my confidence. Because when I'm confident, I play offense. You can't win a game, I'm sorry for a silly sports analogy, but you can't win a game just playing defense. We must play offense. And when your confidence is down, you're just protecting what you have. You're playing not to lose rather than playing the game to win. So the other thing I would say, besides the habit of focusing on solutions is the habit of protecting your confidence. Think about that. 
When is the last time you watched the news and got done and you felt more confident? If that dings your confidence, don't watch the news. If there's certain people in your life that you go to lunch with or you talk to on the phone or you have a Zoom call with them when you're done, you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can. That person robs your confidence. I'm sorry, you have to resist the time with them or you have to find out, have a different conversation with them. Protect your confidence. If there's anything you do, if you have weaknesses in your life, I'm horrible at spelling. I'm horrible at reading. I have to listen to books. If I try to read or if I try to spell better, all I do is ding my confidence and go, God, you're kind of crappy at that. I just don't do it. I listen to books or I hire someone to clean up my editing. So there's these little things. So whatever it is that robs your confidence, people, actions, news, anything, I'm going to tell you right now, the only way to keep your confidence high is to protect your confidence and ignore those things. So make it a habit to focus on solutions, make it a habit to protect your confidence. And the third, uh, I would say is play your day for offense, meaning what things actually move the needle in your life rather than just being busy. We've turned into a society because of our phones that we hold in our hand that we're always busy and we always have something that can occupy our time. But are you actually doing the things when no one's watching that can move the needle in your life and just assess, I'm working on my business, but am I just polishing my logo because it feels good and changing the colors and adding a new module to the course I want to create or coming up with unique names? Are you, are you doing the stuff that's fun that your subconscious likes and you're avoiding the needle moving activities that actually make the business work? Get uncomfortable, get disturbed within action, take courageous, uncomfortable action. That's how you move forward. They're just, they sound deeper than that, but they're habits in my life, like literally habits. Mm -hmm. And perfectionism is just procrastination packaged up all fancy, right? Yeah, so, exactly. And here's, here's the thing though. For, for you, you've, ha you've had so much success, right? Loads of best-selling books, so many followers on social media, massive success of business. And oftentimes confidence, it comes with that success. And so how are people able to essentially that cycle if they haven't yet had any results in their life and their business? Yeah, so a really great question. Just remember this. I got this from my buddy, Brendan Burchard, about energy, but I'm going to say it with confidence. You're not born with confidence. It's manufactured, okay? Mm -hmm. We get to make it or we get to not. So the two things is follow what I just said first and foremost is identify the things that rob your confidence or the people that rob the com your confidence or the thoughts that rob your confidence. And here's my brilliant uh, message. Stop doing them. Like literally stop. If the news makes you feel bad, don't watch it. If your friend makes you feel bad for wanting success, spend less time with them. If thoughts about being an imposter rob, you know, rob your thoughts or occupy your thoughts, get new thoughts. Okay, so the first is take away the things that hurt it. And then secondly, borrow confidence from your past because you've already over, you've already achieved things that you were once scared to do, whether that's getting married, being a parent, starting the job, getting things done, doing something in school. We've already been scared to death about something. We did it, we achieved it, and we became, we came on the other side of it. Think about those things in your life and borrow that confidence to get where you want to go. The third thing is your next level of life usually lives on the other side of the thing you fear. Slay that dragon because your next level lives over there. And if not, then you get to be at the end of your life at 100 years old and look back and say, I wasted it. I lived small. I played safe. Who the hell wants to play safe? If you're listening to Lauren, you don't want to play safe. So take courageous, uncomfortable action and sometimes 
It's not the confidence you need to gain. I want you to hear this. Confidence comes second. The first thing before confidence is courage. And courage is not taking action in the absence of fear. Courage is you're scared to death, but you move forward anyway. So follow those things. There's no way your, your confidence can't go up. That's amazing. And you mentioned earlier that you're going through a pivotal time where you're now focusing on impact. And through your journey of being an entrepreneur, was there ever a point where you felt, wow, I've made it. And now it's time to go from focusing on making money and building the businesses to now the legacy and the impact. Was there ever that moment where you're just like, yes, the time has come. Yeah, for sure. And and I know I bring this, brought his name up a bunch, but Tony really impacted my life 25 years ago when he didn't know me. I just invested in one of his courses and now he's my best friend and we talk every day. And we talked two nights ago for two and a half hours about this. And he's really, that's been something I've been thinking about for a decade, but for the last five years, especially, he is hell bent on legacy and impacting lives. Not legacy, like look what I've done for the world, but just leaving the world better than he found it, more than anyone would ever realize. And and I, it's hard, I think some people see from the outside and maybe judge or think, but the guy's hell bent on, on serving people and it's really rubbed off. So it, I probably work harder now than I ever have in my life. And and I've worked hard my whole life because I feel like, you know, I'm 52. I, maybe I got a 45 more good years to, to really help change this world. And listen, let's just face it. This world's in a crazy place, crazier than I've ever seen it. And, and no one's coming to fix it. No one's waving a magic wand and making it better. The only way we make it better is if we all step up as role models. We all step up as leaders. And if that's just a leader in your home or a role model in your neighborhood or your house, if we have the opportunity to gain capabilities, shift our mindset, gain, gain enthusiasm and energy and confidence, what better cause than to lock arms and not wait for someone else to fix it? Let us all own our future, own our time, own our, you know, own our legacy and, and i think you know if not now when and if not who us you know if not us who i should say wow dean i i hope the audience that's listening right now understands quite how incredible everything that you just mentioned is and look i actually dropped out of university i was studying the uk's number one business degree but my professors had never had their own businesses but you're someone who walks the talk you have a beautiful family, you have had so much success in business and this incredible brand, everything that you're now doing with Tony. And something that I'd love for you to share with the listeners of Impact School is this. If you could create one course that would really impact the lives of everyone around the world, that everybody in school or university has to go through, what would that course be and why? Uh, really great question. I love a question I've never got before, Lauren. So thank you. That was that was good. I've never had that one before. Um, it would it would be the mandatory. It would honestly be some of the things I shared with you today, because I watched my children at fourteen and twelve um, go to great schools, wonderful teachers. If I didn't teach them the things that I taught you, that I shared today, there's nobody that does. And then we face the big old world, and we think if we have tactics and skills and strategies that will be fine that if we invent something will be fine if we enter an emerging industry will be fine and none of it is true in my 20s i thought just i'm a worker give me something good and i'll make it happen and if someone said at 18 but you got to get your mindset right i'm like 
mindset, whatever, I don't need mindset. I'm, I'll make it happen. And I was completely wrong. If you don't have an unstoppable mindset, if you don't know how to switch your brain from needing resources to becoming resourceful, if you don't focus on solutions, if you don't protect your confidence, if you don't know how to play offense, if you don't know how to negotiate, if you don't know how to persuade, if you don't know how to influence yourself, I don't care how great you are academically or what tool you have, you don't make it, not to the level that we're supposed to have. So if I was gonna create a course, I'd probably make it mandatory that people went through the seven or 10 pillars to anchoring in an unstoppable mindset, to overcoming obstacles, to learning this path, you know, learning that this path that God or the universe designed for it is exactly the path we're supposed to be on. And each thing is a lesson if we know how to identify it. So to recap, when you take control of your mind, you take control of your life. Let this be your moment, your self-realization that now is the time to start doing that inner work. Dean Graziosi would not be where he is today if he wasn't constantly working on himself. And let me share with you one thing. If you share this free podcast with one other person, just one person, and then they share it with one person, then guess what? Soon, just after a couple of shares, that is going to impact hundreds of lives. So you sharing with one person today, that can literally start changing the world. And so imagine how good this world would be if everyone is focusing on themselves. Again, this show is free. The only price I am asking you to please pay is just share this with one person. Tell them to listen. Because again, if they are more into self-development, self-improvement, then that's going to normalize that in your friendship circles, at your work, and so on and so forth, which means that your friends and yourself are going to push one another to get to their own next levels. And so if I can empower you to do that, then I would say just share Impact Schools podcast, subscribe. That's all I'm asking. And if you want a free gift to help you doing exactly that, then just head over to impactschoolpodcast.com. That's I-M-P-A-C-T-S-C-H-O-O-L-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. And you can get a free gift. Again, I'm so grateful to have had Dean on the show. It seems pretty surreal. Next up, we'll be getting Tony Robbins on here. Let me share that with you. And so thanks for listening. I really am grateful to be sharing all of this with you. The next episodes to come, we have Chris Voss who is the chief FBI negotiator, has an incredible book called Never Split the Difference. We also have a client of mine, Nick Santanastasso, who at the time of recording, he wasn't a client, but since then we have helped him grow his business and his impact online, which is part of the free resource that you can get at impactschoolpodcast.com. We also have further episodes with guests like Ryan Steumann. I'm also having very powerful women who I'm getting on the show because we need some more of them. So thank you so much for listening. That's what's to come. If you're not already subscribed, do so and just share this with one person. That's all I ask. With that said, I hope you have an amazing day. Remember to smile. Remember to take care of yourselves. And remember, everything that you want on this life is on the other side of discomfort. So don't stop trying. Don't stop when it comes to putting in the work. You'll make it happen. One year of hard work now is 10 years of freedom in the future. My name's Lauren Tickner. I'm signing off and I will see you in the next episode.
So I want to know what your biggest takeaway from this podcast episode was. So whatever you're doing right now, just pause for 10 seconds and take a screenshot or take a photo of whatever you're doing right now, even a video talking through your biggest lesson and share it on your Instagram story. And when you tag me at Lauren Tickner and impact underscore school, then the beautiful thing is that you're going to unlock access for free to one of my best courses that we've sold in the past for thousands of dollars. So with that in mind, just share your best golden nugget because I don't run ads on this show. And so this is just my way of being able to give even more to you just for a little bit of a value exchange without even having any money, no credit card information is going to be required on your end. You're just going to share it, then enter your email and boom, it is all yours. And yes, this is not just like a random lead gen thing. This is genuinely like a course that we used to sell. So I'm excited to be able to give that to you. It's all about marketing, lead generation and um, some stuff regarding brand positioning that kind of relates to what we were talking about here today. So With that in mind, I'd say one of my biggest takeaways is kind of this whole concept of help the people that are swimming towards you. And I think in the past, I used to see people who I knew really needed my help and I knew how much I could help them and serve them, but they just couldn't yet see it themselves. And it's maybe like, you know, if you're into fitness, right, and you go to a family party and there's that auntie there who is always talking about how she's on the next diet, she's trying to lose weight, and then the next thing you know, she says that she's cut out carbs, and then you look at her plate and it's full of like 10 stacks of meat with so much butter and cheese, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm losing weight right now because I'm, I'm on a no-carb diet. And it's just like, oh my goodness me, you don't have any awareness of calorie balance. Ah! But (laughs) you can probably relate to that if you're in the fitness industry. That was how I started. And so that's why it kind of hits home for me. But you have to help the people that are swimming towards you because you're just going to waste energy on things that you can't control. And I'm really precious about my energy, even more so than I am my time. Because you could have a phone call come up and you answer it and you're on the phone for 30 seconds, and someone could just be telling you all the things that you don't want to hear. And it was a really, really short encounter, but it could knock your energy for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, heck, even the rest of the year, if you are not careful. And this is where being extremely cautious about making sure that you, as a leader, are only letting that into your world. So some of the systems that I have set up in my business and that we help our clients with at Impact School are systems to protect the energy of the CEO. Because if I'm constantly, let's say, there's a client that's unhappy, and if that comes directly to me, I'm gonna go in there right now and fix it and get upset about it and like be wanting to talk to the client for an hour. And so I need to make sure that instead of it coming directly to me, it goes to my head of client success. And then my client success director handles it because it's going to negatively affect my energy. Just like if a bad review pops up, I don't want to read that. I don't want to see it. And then what I do is I have my team look through that stuff and then we take on board the feedback so that we get better. So you are making a great move now through listening to Impact School podcast because this is positivity going into your ears, which is going into your mind, which is then going to feed through into everything else that you're doing. And when you share this on your stories on Instagram, tagging me, that course that you're going to get for free, that'll be really helpful for you too. And so I'm grateful to give back to you and I'm excited to see what your golden nugget was from this episode. What was your impact moment? Share that. That might be a new thing. An impact moment. It's kind of like an aha moment, but an impact. Yeah, I like that. Okay, let's ride with that. Hashtag impact moment. 
And um, I'm just grateful for you. And I'm grateful to have this podcast back. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode. We have some amazing guests lined up. And I'm just grateful to be here. So make sure you have hit subscribe, whether you're watching this on YouTube, whether you're listening to this on a podcast app, you can catch Impact School, this podcast that you're listening to right now on the iTunes podcast app, which comes automatically downloaded on your iPhone. If you're on Android, you can listen on Stitcher and you can even listen on Spotify as well. So make sure you've subscribed, make sure to tune in and I look forward to seeing you next week.